Welcome to With a Twist, the number one parenting show on the planet. In an era where the majority of children are not asking what they want to be when they grow up, but instead what they want to be when they give up, With a Twist will help you raise hopeful, thriving, engaged, and confident children. Be the parent you've always wanted to be using With a Twist's signature success system. With a Twist is the only parenting podcast that will enable the everyday parent have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Well, you know, it used to be that uh, when a uh, TV show was on, it was uh, on the television and you either saw it or you missed it. And the, the family would sit together and, and watch the program because uh, that's that's all you could do with the old fashioned TV. Nowadays, of course, you can access pretty much any program at any old time. And that brings us to today's topic. I'd like to welcome back parenting expert Amber Scotchburn. And uh, good morning. Welcome back, Amber. Good morning. Thank you, Dave. You were on a, a while back, and I just thought we dipped our feet into a pool big enough to have you back on a regular occasion. So here we go. And uh, your suggestion for a topic this time around uh, centers on a, uh, a Netflix program that has certainly been discussed uh, uh, quite a bit, I, th- I think, uh, in, in recent times, uh, the program 13 Reasons Why. And uh, you have uh, a couple of reasons for wanting to, to touch uh, on this uh, program and, and some of the, um, the concerns that emanate from the content. So first off, what's, what's the nature of this show for those unfamiliar? Um, so yeah, you can find it on Netflix, which as you mentioned, is pretty accessible to anybody and um, regardless of age. And, and and timing. I mean, they could be watching it in the middle of the night, yeah. for all you know, really. Um, so it, the nature of the, the series is it's 13 episodes, and it's about the main character, Hannah Baker, who decides uh, to t- take her life. Um, and it's 13 reasons why. So there's audio cassettes left that she leaves behind of the 13 reasons why she's chosen to take her life. And each tape is addressed to a certain person um, explaining basically why they factored into her reasoning for choosing that method. Mm -hmm. Now, I have to admit, I've not seen the program, but what I gather from what I hear about it is this is a program really targeted to young people. Yes. Yeah. I would suggest to you that because it's set in a high school, um, that it's going to be targeted to high school students that would want to watch it. Um, with what we're hearing and then what I could tell by doing research on it is that um, it did have the highest number of tweets of any Netflix show in the first in the first week it launched um, and not only are teenagers but definitely preteens are interested in it as well and I would say people that are you know older than teens so a lot of the mums groups I belong to um, they're watching it as well now, there's been some concern that, that perhaps this program depicts uh, the, the act of suicide in some kind of a romanticized fashion, and uh, you don't agree with that. Yeah, I, I don't agree with it. We, uh, I have watched it, just so that everybody knows I'm giving an informed opinion. Um, I did watch all 13 episodes. Um, twice, actually, I've watched them at this point. Um, and the first time through, I, I watched them on my own, and then the second time through, I watched them with my teenage kids. Um, it, 
it occurs in the last episode, so the 13th episode. And um, in my opinion, there is nothing romantic or idealized about the way it's presented. Uh, It's very graphic. Um, So, um, and the parents walk in and find her. So, um, and and she slid her wrists in the bathtub. So there's nothing um, that I can see that was, that was, presented that it would be a nice way to choose to end your life. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, the graphic content aside, and, and you say also in the episode previous to the final episode, she is raped. Yes. And that is also graphic. That is also very graphic. Um, and the character um, who is raped, so Hannah, the one who takes her life, it's also as though she's um, giving up. In You can see that they are portraying that almost she's giving up in the moment that she is being raped. Um, and, and we did, as I mentioned, we watched it the second time through with our kids. And, um, that you know, in my 13-year-old's words, it just looked like that's the point where she gave up. Um, and so um, definitely if you aren't going to choose to watch all 13 and you have any suspicion that your kids have watched them, watch 12 and 13. Mm-hmm. So what kind of a, a discussion ensued with your family after watching this? Um, well, it's, it's interesting because our, our eldest son, who's almost 17, has, I would say, I don't know if the right word is flirted, but because it sounds fun, but he has flirted with uh, mental illness and, and suicidal thoughts. Um, and so I, I particularly wanted to be beside him while we watched it and, and get his thoughts on it and, and his feelings. Um but it was really about um, the discussion more centered around having the choice. So Hannah felt that she had no choice, so that that was her only choice uh, was to take her life. And our discussion was around um, what, what are the other choices that you could have um, instead of choosing to do that. Um, and one key focus that, you know, we implemented with our kids is doing a gratitude journal, which is where they get to choose their mindset at the end of the day, um, that no matter what has happened in their day, they can still find the things to be grateful and happy for. Um, and that, that probably was one of the main focuses. The other main focus of conversation we had is what are all the different people or, or agencies or resources that are exist that you can go to if you start to have these feelings. Um, and I mean, hopefully home is one of them. And I, I think our home is one of them. However, for parents that perhaps aren't um, key on the signs of what mental illness could look like, um, maybe maybe wouldn't be very comfortable talking about it. So we also talked about if, if their friends were having those conversations with them, mm-hmm. you know, what resources could they give their friends to talk to? And um, and of course, school being one of them and other mental health resources in the community. Um, but hopefully parents and home life would be a place you could talk about it too. So there's this, this graphic violence, there's this awful death, uh, the whole program being, being about suicide. Are they, those the, the main key points of concern here? Um, there is also, um, no, there is the, the counselor at school who, um, I won't quote word for word, but assess- essentially his message was just just get over it when he did when she did go and talk to him about being raped um, and not feeling like she wanted to go on. And um, it, it, they also show the counselor ripping out a page in his agenda where he had met with her once the investigation starts after she's taken her life. 
Um, they show the counselor suggesting that he knows abuse is happening in a, in a home, um, but there isn't a sh- any follow-up to that. So there isn't a follow-up to say Hannah coming in and speaking with him and then him accessing whoever, school social worker, you know, child youth worker, administration, teachers, phoning home. So there's definitely a, a school responsibility that doesn't seem to be being fulfilled within throughout the whole 13 episodes. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I think that it brought to light was that um, there's a lot of bullying um, that they showed hierarchy of power. So sort of jocks getting to walk away with not having consequences because of their school stars. Um, and then there's uh, slut shaming. So there's graffiti in the bathrooms calling people certain names and saying that they'll do certain acts. Um, and that's even present after Hannah has committed suicide when they're doing investigations. And then there's just the the fact that nobody really saw or people that did see things didn't didn't do anything so maybe they didn't know what to do so lots of jumping off points for discussions coming out of that. <laughs> yes we wow. could go on for yeah, hours yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you have a, a, a long background uh, in in parenting and dealing with uh, ch- troubled children and, and have you experienced if you had to deal with kids who are talking about suicide yes so I, as um, you've mentioned, my background, so social work, teaching, uh, tutoring agency CEO, um, and now parenting author, um, I would suggest to you that, yes, uh, personally, I've had it when I was in high school. I saw it and was and was privy to people's thoughts around it. Um, and then certainly I've dealt with troubled youth um, or at-risk youth that have also suggested that they were thinking of that option. And then, then as I mentioned, in, even in my own personal home life with my with my son, with my eldest son, mm-hmm. you know, there's a couple messages that I w- would like to give to people. Um, and as I shared with you that I would be doing that actually through my uh, Facebook page, I'm going to do 13 reasons why not um, and give people different options so that if parents uh, don't even know the signs, maybe this is the signs they could look for. Um, and then what do you do when you see those signs? Um, what's your next step? And, and that's sort of what I'm going to talk people through. Okay. So look you up on Facebook. Sure. That'll All be right. great. Uh, Amber Scotchburn, uh, as we were talking about uh, 13 Reasons Why. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Great to have you with me today at With a Twist. Please don't forget to give me a five-star rating on iTunes. That would be much appreciated. As well as follow me on Facebook at Amber Scotchburn. Thanks so much.